Once upon a time, there was a prophet called Isaiah. He was very close to God, and sometimes God would give him important messages for God's people. One of the most important messages was that God cared for and loved the whole world and all, and all the people, not just some people. What's that? <laughs> it's an orange. What's it for? It's round like the world. The world God made. The world God loves. Oh, okay. Another thing that God asked Isaiah to say is that the world can feel like a really dark place, but that, but that God will be sending a light for all the people who were walking in the darkness. What's that? It's a candle. Duh. <laughs> Why? It's a symbol for the light that God was going to send. But it's not shining. It will be. Just wait and see. Oh, okay. So God's people waited patiently in the darkness for the light to arrive. And eventually the time came. How did they know it was the right time? Well, I suppose it could have been any time. But God chose a time where things were especially bad. And the world was especially difficult and dangerous for God's people. What was it like? Why was it so bad? The world wasn't a peaceful place. God's people weren't being treated well. They were ruled over by another nation, the Romans, who didn't think very much of them. And even their own kings were treating the people badly. Why would God want to send this place so, so, why, why would God want to send this pressure like somewhere so horrible? Because that's what light's for. When it's bright and sunny, you don't need to light a candle. You light a candle when it's dark, so it gets less dark. So can we light a candle? It's dark in here. In a minute. Wait and see. Oh, okay. So when the time came, God prepared to send his light into the world to prepare things properly. God needed to send some more messages. This time he used angels. First, God sent a message to a, Mary, a woman called Mary. <laughs> oh. Hail Mary, full of grace, you are blessed among all women. God has chosen you to be the mother of his son. You will have a baby who will be king of everything. So what are the sweets for? They're a symbol of all God's blessings, all the good things that God gives us. God blesses Mary with the gift of a baby, and it's not just any baby. Her baby is the son of God. So the sweets are for Mary, not for me. <laughs> the sweets are for everyone. Jesus was a gift to the world, not just to Mary. But actually, God blesses us all the time with all sorts of good gifts. It's just that Jesus is the very best gift to all. Oh, okay. God didn't want Mary to have to look after her son by all herself. So God sent another message with another angel, and this time to Mary's fiancé, Joseph. To have a baby who is the son of God. You will call him Jesus because he will save his people from their sin. Wait a minute, sins? And, and what's the ribbon for? Well, sins are all the things that human beings do wrong. 
The things we do that hurt one another. The things we do that damage God's beautiful world. The things we do that hurt ourselves. The ways that we separate ourselves off from God. So the ribbon is all the sin. It's more that the ribbon is God's love for the world, despite all the sin. It reminds us that Jesus came to earth to meet all sin head on and deal with it once and for all. So, like, like, like light beating darkness, <laughs> Jesus beat sin. So the ribbon is to mend the world and tie God and God's people back together again. I guess that's a good way of putting it. Okay, so now we can light the candle. Nearly. <laughs> when the time came for the baby to be born, Mary and Joseph were far from home. They had to travel to a town called Bethlehem so the Romans can count everyone to get them to pay more tax. And when they, get, when they got to Bethlehem, there wasn't even anywhere for them to stay, so they had to stay in a stable. I see what you mean by the world being a dark place. Who would want to be born in the stable? It's stinky! <laughs> yes, it must have been a really difficult thing for Mary and Joseph to do. That night, Jesus was born right there in that stable. Finally, the light had come into the world. Can I light it now? Go ahead. So, from then on, everything was light and good. That would be a good end to a story, wouldn't it? But even while Jesus was still a baby, Mary and Joseph had to run away from Bethlehem to another country to keep him safe. And in the end, Jesus' mission to bring God's light and love to the world made a lot of people hate him. That red ribbon, that's also red for his blood. He loved the world so much that he died for it and for us. So, the world is still a pretty dark place then. So, what's it all for? Well, the difference is that now we have a light to share, and it's a light that can never go out, no matter how dark the world gets. In fact, it's a light that shines in our heart for all of eternity. Eternity? It means forever, but longer. Jesus came as the light of the world, but he also had a important message for all of us. You are the light of the world, he said. Wait, so Jesus is the light of the world, and we are the light of the world? Exactly. God sent his son into the world to be the world's light. But Jesus shares that light with us. We are all called to bring that light into dark places, to make God's world a lighter and brighter place, to share God's love with others so that everyone can live in the light and love of God. For eternity, right? Right. But what about right now? I feel like we should do something now. We should maybe look out for people who have nowhere to stay, people who are afraid or in need or feel alone or scared. Like in the Christmas story, People who are living lives that are scary and dangerous. Absolutely. That's how we carry on shining with the light of Jesus. And we can start right here in this service. How? We can pray for people, especially children, who are in danger. Prayer is so powerful, especially when we do it all together. What else can we do? Well, there are lots of ways to help people. Maybe you could give some clothes that you don't wear anymore to other people who maybe can't afford to buy new clothes. Or maybe you can buy some extra food in your shopping and give it to the food bank or other charities that give food to people who are hungry. Or maybe even give away some of your pocket money. There are so many charities that help people who are living in poverty or danger. Even our money can help shine the light of Jesus in some really dark places. Our church has a warm welcome space. That's somewhere you can help too. 
or give to our hashtag love Christmas appeal. We can give away some of what God has given us to help. Oh, do you mean I have to give away my sweets? I'll leave that up to you. Oh, okay. So we can pray first, then we can take action. Yes, but first we're all going to make one of these, which will help us remind us of everything we have just talked about. Oh, wow. That's cool. So... (laughs) 